0: You're listening to The John Cordray Show, number 63. Today, I'm talking about social anxiety and what you can do to help somebody who has it and things that you should never do. Coming up in The John Cordray Show. Welcome to The John Cordray Show. My name is John Cordray, and I'm a national certified therapist, and I'm the Calm Expert expert. And I'm also the host of this show, and the reason why I have this show is to help people all over the world learn to keep calm. If you have stress or anxiety or depression or anger or anything in between, I want to help you learn to keep calm. And and today, on this episode 63, I'm going to be talking specifically about social anxiety. And I know there are millions of you who have social anxiety. And so I want to address this, but I really want to speak to those of you who know somebody else that has social anxiety. Now, if you're listening to this and and you say, yeah, I have social anxiety, then I want you to continue to listen because here are some things I'm going to offer people around you that maybe you're not able to articulate, but maybe you can direct them to listen to this because you need help. You need someone by your side to support you, to encourage you, if you have intense anxiety when it comes to being in the public, making a phone call, meeting new people, you whatever, you need help, you need support, and so I want you to, to listen in. Now, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, "Well, I don't have really, I don't really have anxiety, I don't have a problem being in in public," but I'll say that you probably know somebody who does. And it's very likely that that person that you know in your little circle of friends and relationships very likely are keeping it to themselves. It's a secret because they are embarrassed. And when someone struggles with being afraid, that fear of being ridiculed or being embarrassed— in front of people is so intense that it keeps them from really doing things that normally they would do. They would want to do it, but their emotions get in the way. And so I want to offer you some help and some tips of what you can do to help other people in your life that struggle with it. And maybe somebody will say, you know what? I, I, I've been keeping this a secret for so long, but I may, I'm actually going to let people know I have social anxiety. What do you do When someone tells you that or when it's revealed that people in your life, perhaps in your family, have social anxiety, but you don't know exactly how to respond to that person. Because if you don't really experience it yourself, you don't know what it's like. And so I want to educate you. I want to help you and encourage you to encourage others in your life that has social anxiety. Now, for those of you who have it, uh, what I'm going to say is probably going to be, pretty close to home. And you might even offer some suggestions. In fact, I'm going to open it up and say, please let me know some other tips, other things that help you, other things that you want other people to know about your social anxiety. Let me know that. Make sure you tweet me at John P. Cordray. Please do that. I I encourage you to do that. Or if you'd rather just email it to me, kind of Privately, uh, you can do that as well at John or um, let me back up, John at JohnCordray.com. And you're welcome to email me uh, very discreetly, and I won't shout it to the world. But your information and your uh, insights are really, I want to say, valid and important to me. And I want to use that information that I get from you. And to help other people. So, I have a voice that I'm saying this to the world. And even if you have something that you want to say, maybe you're too shy or you're too embarrassed to let people know, then email me privately, please. I would be honored if you would do that. So, okay, what I'm going to be talking about just for a few minutes here is something that millions of people all over the world struggle with. And I would say at least 98% of them are so embarrassed that they're living in secret that they're not even telling their spouse or their family members or their best friend because they would rather just kind of grin and bear it and try to endure it than let that big secret out because there's a huge amount of shame and embarrassment that's attached to this anxiety that's so high when it comes to speaking or even being in the public. So what can you do? What can you do if you know somebody in your life and maybe your spouse has social anxiety, maybe your child has social anxiety? What can you do to really help them? Well, let me just really quickly give you a synopsis of social anxiety. Now, there are people who are shy, people who are introverts, and then there are people who have full-blown social phobia or what's also called social anxiety. Someone who is shy or maybe somebody who's an introvert would rather just kind of play play it low-key. And there's not necessarily a phobia, but they just, that's not part of who they are. It's not part of their nature to kind of be outgoing and, and greet people and talk to people. So they're shy. But then when someone has social phobia or social anxiety, it is such an intense, intensified shyness, if you will, to the max, beyond, off the charts. And so there is a big difference between being shy and having social anxiety. And just to give you an idea, somebody who has social anxiety really finds it difficult to pick up the phone and call people. Somebody with social anxiety finds it extremely difficult to go to the store or to the grocery store or go to work and talk to their, their co-workers. That's extremely hard for them. They might get a little sweaty. They might get a little panicky. They might look for the the exit so they can escape very quickly. And living with social anxiety, it just doesn't seem to go away. And that shame on top of it makes it 10 times worse. And so social anxiety is real. So what do you do when someone tells you or or maybe you suspect that somebody has social anxiety? What's something what are some things that you can do to help? Well, number 1, I would say the best thing that you can do is say I support you. I believe you. I I'm learning what it's like for you to be in public, to do things That you really don't want to do. That you feel like you're going to be extremely embarrassed. Or you're thinking of something really bad is going to happen. And I want to understand it. And I want to support you. I am by your side. That's the best thing you can do. No judgment. No condemnation. No conditions. To say I am with you. And you may even offer to go with that person in public and maybe you go with them to the grocery store, you go with them to the movies or wherever, and you offer to be their sidekick, if you will, that, that, that support their cheerleader. So offering them the, the, the encouragement and support is huge. The other thing I would say is give them patience, have patience towards them. <laughs> in other words, you can't give someone patience, can you? <laughs> but be patient. Don't expect them to get over it right away. It might take a very long time to work through the social anxiety. And by the way, it is treatable. You can get work through it. It's not a lifelong sentence. But you have to have patience. You cannot expect someone to go from A to B or or to have it and not have it just like that it doesn't work that way it it's something that's attached to you you know when you have a leech or when you have something that a foreign object on your body you want to get rid of it but sometimes ripping it off is not the best thing to do and so you got to have patience so be encouraging have patience those two together are very very helpful now will it take away their anxiety probably not but would it help ease the shame that they have in addition to their anxiety yeah you bet because i'll guarantee you they already feel alone they already feel like there's something wrong with them they already feel like no one else has it and so they feel like kind of an alien in a foreign land Because they look around them and it looks like everybody else is having fun. They're okay, but they're, when they look at themselves, they're dying inside because they can't just feel like they can't handle being in public. Forget about going on a bus. Forget about going in a taxi. That's too much for somebody, for a lot of people with social anxiety. And the third thing I want to say, so you get encouragement, you have support. You have patience. But the third thing is to offer them the truth. Now, this can get a little sticky. I just said, I want you to have patience. But on the other hand, I want you to be like a coach. So it's going to be a lot like being a cheerleader and a coach. So what does a coach do? Uh, A coach, what, what, what a coach does, he... Or she encourages the players, gets them going, but also challenges them. So for every negative thought that you hear from somebody who has social anxiety, things like maybe they'll they'll talk about how they're going to mess up and embarrass themselves. Or maybe they'll say something like, people just look at me and they're waiting to laugh at me. And when you hear these thoughts, they're distorted thoughts and they really don't happen, but it's what they're thinking is going to happen. So gently challenge those thoughts. Now, the key word is gently. Now, if you come across as harsh, I know some coaches are very harsh and they yell at their players, but that does not work. Well, it might work to a degree because they're going to do it because they're afraid, but they're not going to do it because they respect the coach. And so to give encouragement with gentleness will encourage respect. And when you, that person in your life who has social anxiety can respect you and trust you, that is a great combination. So to gently challenge or counter those negative thoughts. And you might have to be that logical person, that logical voice that speaks to them. Because when they have social anxiety and they're at the height of that anxiety, they're not thinking logically. They're th- their emotional minds are taking over and all they're thinking about is all the times that people are going to watch them and they're waiting for them to screw up, they're going to laugh, they're going to get embarrassed, and something bad's going to happen. They're living in that emotional mind when their emotions are so high. They're not thinking logically. And that's where you come in. So be that logical voice for them, that logical support, their rock, their their encourager, their coach, and their cheerleader. And if you're able to do that, that is some of the most helpful things and encouraging things that you can do with somebody with social anxiety. Now, you're not the counselor, okay, but you can certainly... Offer encouragement. You can certainly offer a listening ear. You can certainly give them logical things to think about. But you're not a counselor. So don't feel like you, it's up to you to fix them. It's not about fixing them, it's about supporting them. Now you might say, as part of your logical talking to them, you might say, you know what, it just seems like your anxiety is so high and you've had it for so long. Maybe you should go talk to a therapist or a counselor. You can certainly do that. And then maybe even offer to go with them. Now, remember, if they have social anxiety, to, the thought of picking up the phone and calling to make an appointment or going into the first session, that's huge. And so many people with social anxiety refuse. They don't go to a therapist. They don't go necessarily to a doctor or a dentist because of their, that anxiety. And the thought of going to a therapist and actually talking about their anxiety, oh, man, that's that's off out of the question for a lot of people. So you may need to offer to go with them. But that's all you can do is offer. You can't make them. You can't blame them. You can't shame them to go. The people in your life who struggle with social anxiety, they have to want to get the help. It has to come from them. You can support them and encourage them, but you do not force them. Do not make them feel like they have to do this or else and never, ever make them feel ashamed. They already feel that way. If you're listening to this and you have social anxiety, I know, even though we've never met, I know you already feel a sense of shame. I know that you feel that this is the, you're this, is the only problem that that, that you have this no one else has this problem and that's scary that's hard to think that you are the only one or to think that there's something wrong with you and i want to pause right now if that's you if you're listening to this and you feel like there's something wrong with you i want you to hear this loud and clear there is nothing wrong with you you just happen to struggle with social anxiety. There is a difference between this is what I struggle with and this is who I am. Your anxiety does not define who you are as a person. Your heart does. You do. I have found in my practice, as I talk to people who come to see me over the years with social anxiety, I have found that they are some of the most kind and gentle people they're very giving and they want to help other people. I find that they're very empathetic. And that's kind of their strength, but it's also the weakness because they take everything to heart. And they look at them as the reason for X, Y, and Z. It's my fault because of this. So self-condemnation, it's very, very common with somebody with social anxiety. So I want to help you and encourage you. If, if you know somebody with social anxiety, really support them. Learn all you can about it. Don't expect them. Don't have these high expectations that they're going to get over it. Don't force them to be in a public place. You know, if you have a ball game that you want to go to, don't make them go. Encourage them. Tell them that you believe that they can do it and that you're going to be with them every step of the way. But ultimately, you should not force them to do anything they're not ready to do on the other hand the flip side of that if you have social anxiety there's got to come a time in your life that you face your anxiety you face your fear and i recommend that you talk to a therapist talk to somebody who knows what they're doing talking about and and how to handle this but there comes a point where you need to face your fear if you don't face your fear and you always run from it you're never going to get better you know what i'm talking about if you allow your fear of meeting people or being in public to keep you from going, if you allow that every day and you say, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it, you're giving in and you're letting your anxiety win. And every time you let your anxiety win, it's got you. But when you decide to wake up and say, today I'm going to do some, some things different." I'm going to try to face my fear. Now, you do it gradually, a little bit at a time. And each time that you face your fear, that is a victory. And I want you to remember those victories. So, if you have social anxiety, you're going to be okay. It's horrible. I know you don't want it. I know you want to feel normal again. But you're going to be okay. I want you to believe that you can get better. You can. I believe in you. I know it. It's just going to take a little bit of time and you need to give yourself some patience as well. And I do want to mention, if you struggle with social anxiety, I have something that I think can really help. And if you've been listening uh, to my shows for any length of time, I'm sure you've heard me talk about Keep Calm Academy. And Keep Calm Academy is, is an eight-week program that I developed to help people overcome their anxiety and various fears and anger even. That emotional mind that I talk about, uh, I, 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 it, within Keep Calm Academy, I have lessons, both audio and video, to help you learn to balance your emotional mind with your logical mind. And if they're balanced, that means you're calm. And so Keep Calm Academy, I think, is perfect for you. If you struggle with social anxiety, maybe you're not quite ready to go to a therapist yet. Maybe you're not quite ready to make that phone call and make the appointment. But perhaps if you go to Keep Calm Academy, work through these lessons, and you can rewind them and play them as often as you want, then that will get you to the point where you can make an appointment. That would be incredible. So go to my website at johncordray.com and you can sign up for Keep Calm Academy right there on the homepage. Just scroll down a little bit and you'll find it. And I want to encourage you to do that because I believe, I really believe that it will help you and people who are already inside it tell me that it's helped them tremendously. So I want to encourage you to go check that out. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. If you want to watch some more, I have videos as well on my YouTube channel. Uh, if this is appealing to do, if this is helpful for you, I put out content all the time. I am the calm expert and I'm everywhere on social media and I want to help you. I want to want to be a resource for you and you can go to my YouTube channel and subscribe and you'll hear or watch, I should say, <laughs> this is where you hear on my YouTube channels where you can watch uh, the videos that I have. They're not very long, uh, much shorter than my podcast, uh, but I believe it would be a helpful for you and an encouragement so you have all these resources at your disposal. Because I want to help you learn to keep calm. I'm by your side. I'm behind you. I'm your cheerleader, okay? <laughs> I want to be your CEO, your chief encouragement officer. All right, guys. Don't forget to go check out my website at johncordray.com. Tweet me at John P. Cordray, and I will talk to you later. Take care. Bye-bye.